from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Mr. T was trending all night, and I thought the man passed away. Oh, no. What uh, happened? Back in the day, there was a lot of people who sort of worked the gimmick, you know? Um, like, uh, Pee Wee Herman was one of those guys who worked the gimmick, right? Yeah. Like, he was Paul Rubens, but he was Pee Wee Herman. He'd show up on talk shows as Pee Wee Herman and everything else. Back, Like, there was a lot of guys that sort of worked the gimmick, and Mr. T was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And give it to Mr. T. I don't know how old Mr. T is. Man is old, and he is still working the gimmick. So he is got he his, in his 80s now? I think so. Check on that? He got his COVID 71. shot. 71. 71. Okay. Got his COVID shot. Yeah. Still camo pants yeah camo shirt yeah do-rag gold chain gold chain one nice. gold chain one, one. gold chain oh, i'm yeah, sure his neck right yeah yeah uh, uh but he references so he's talking about the booster shot but uh Ray references his sketchers <laughs> what because he's old hey everybody this is mr t i'm about to get my covid vaccine booster shot i'm in my sketches yes i do everything in sketches yes i get healthy in sketches you heard me. Get your vaccination booster. <laughs> right? Still working the gimmick. So hold on. He's the best, man. Was that? I love that Was that guy. a sell for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Sketchers or for the boosters? or to get a shot? Interesting question. Valid question. I don't know because they were brand <laughs> new red Sketchers. Like, is that like a, a two for one? Yeah, a two for one deal. It might right be, there? but it's it was, like a it, two for one sponsored post. Yes, it was. Uh, it was camo tank top, camo pants, and bright red Sketchers. <laughs> Come on, yeah, T. yeah, <laughs> the best. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Chris Jenner. So Chris Jenner's boyfriend Corey Gamble, who they've been together since like 2014, oh, and he sort yeah, of stays really? out of the world for the most part. Um, He's still featured on the show, though. Yeah, yeah. But, but, not, yes. but not like the other sort of, right. you know, relationships that the other family members have. And I guess this clip was from the weekend where, I don't know how this happened, but like Yellowstone wanted Corey Gamble and then Chris Jenner put her foot down. Listen to this. What? Listen. I'm so excited to watch the next episode of Yellowstone. Mm, I can't wait. It wasn't for you. I would be a Yellowstone star. I know. So they asked Corey. They uh, asked you to be on Yellowstone and no. you said no? Correct. Because I, I told him to say no. Why would you tell him to turn down Yellowstone? Because I thought he was going to have to have a romantic relationship. Okay. Mm. But if they said they wanted you to star and kiss with Kevin Costner, I'm sure you would take oh, it. Oh, that's a hard yes. So she blocked him from being on Yellowstone because there was going to be some sort of like a romantic angle. Yes. But she would jump at the chance. Yes. To get together with John Dutton. Yes. If given the chance, even for an on-screen kiss. That's exactly what she said. The math ain't mathing, y'all. No, it's not. (laughs) 
and proud of it too. Yeah. She run things, man. Yeah. Oh. Everything. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, uh, Will Byers is uh, 19 today. Noah Schnapp. 19? 19. Oh, my God. When did that show come out? 2016, I think. It was that? The first season of Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. I watched, uh, um, I thought I was watching the original um, Final Destination last night. I wanted to put something campy on f- for rocks. The one from 2000? But I thought it was the original, but it was... Starring uh, we, Devin Sawa? We watched the one from 2009, which I thought was the original. Oh. I didn't even know there was one. I never, I never saw the original. From 09? I don't think with, uh, yeah, and the 09 one was crazy. It was the one that starts off at the racetrack. I didn't. I don't, what's how does the what? How does the one from 2000 start more? Uh, I haven't seen that in such a long time. But well, why do you? Well, aren't it's you? Because like, I know Devin Saw was in but it. Aren't you a giant fan though? Of him. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, I thought I was watching the because it was so campy and, and old, and I'm like, if this one was nine years after the original, what was in the original? I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the premise was in the original. Is it the same thing? High school know. student Alex Browning boards uh, an airline flight, Boeing seven forty seven, with his classmates for their senior trip to Paris. Oh, um, before takeoff, plane. Alex has a premonition that the plane will. Face a mechanical failure leading oh. to a midair explosion. Oh, there we go. Yeah, same old, same old. Starring Devin Sawa. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, so I'm going to go back and watch the original again. Right. I really like that Hey, movie. by the way, Roz, what day is today? What do you mean? I don't know. Roz, what day is today? I don't know. Don't quiz me. I don't know. Roz, really? What? Maria knows. Maria's been excited. Wow. Yeah. Roz, what, the, what day is today? I don't know. Just say it. It's just the Lord's God. Day. God. I hate when people do that. Okay. I say I don't know once. Okay. Okay. What day is it? Relax. First of all, relax. <laughs> I'm very relaxed. I ask you every year. I got a lot of stuff I got to do. I can't do this right now, Maury. It's Tuesday. No. 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 Even oh, Shem, come on. God. It's October 3rd. Okay. Thank you. Great. No, you don't get the reference. Wonderful. I don't know what you're... Oh, no. Guys, if somebody doesn't friggin' say right now what goddamn day it is, I'm ending everything. Triggered. Okay, it's Mean Girls Day, okay? Who cares? I'm talking to Aaron more and more. Great. On October 3rd, cool. he asked me what day it was. Yep. It's October 3rd. October 3rd. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Thank you. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fetch. Oh, I love that movie, so good. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing pink? <laughs> okay, next, next. Come on. Uh, so Matthew McConaughey, it has long been understood that McConaughey's first role was, uh, he always tells his story that his first role was dazed and confused because yeah. he was just like a Texas kid, everything else, right? You know, I keep getting older, they keep staying the same age kind of thing, right? Oh. Um, but, but Matthew McConaughey's first role was actually a guy who gets killed on unsolved mysteries. So they're doing a big unsolved mystery special and they Uh go back and re-examine the Matthew McConaughey episode. So here, we'll play you the clip from the show. So he's a guy just out there mowing his lawn. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, so here's the clip from the actual show. Larry was a father of a three-year-old girl. My son, Larry, he was home for a few days, and he was cutting our lawn for us. He's shooting Larry. It's not a camp gun. I see blood. He's shooting Larry. Larry. No. The police. Go. 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 The police. Go. Okay. Okay. Brilliant. 
<laughs> so that was McConaughey dying. Where, now, eh? Here's the here's the full breakdown of the producers talking about the uh, McConaughey episode. Perhaps the most famous of those actors was Matthew McConaughey. What, honey? Honey, look. Who played a murder victim in one of our stories. And we all still laugh because the episode was shot in Texas before Matthew even moved to L.A. And it was in the summer and it was hot. So the director told Matthew he could take his shirt off for the scene where the character was mowing the lawn. Oh, my God. Now Matthew McConaughey is very famous for his shirtless scenes. Give him the keys, Matthew. And Matthew McConaughey had to do a fairly robust death scene. He was working in his garage, and he was shot by a man who pulled up with a shotgun. Larry had been shot four <laughs> times in the chest and once in the head with a 22 pistol. <laughs> Let's just say that his acting has come a long way since then. How come Matthew wow. McConaughey, like, has never... Given us I don't that know. bit of information. I don't know. I don't know. He's probably pissed that they're doing this documentary. And they're like, man, be. you got to bring this up now? And uh, <laughs> quickly before we go, today's October 3rd. You know what that means? No, no idea. It's Mean Girls Day more, you idiot. <laughs> talking to Aaron more and more. On October Jesus. 3rd, he asked me what day it was. But you're a huge fan. It's October 3rd. Like <laughs> <laughs> Maria is so excited. It's Mean Girls Day. I'm so excited. So mean Girls Day. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. You want to do something fun? You want to go to Taco Bell? I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-carb diet. God, Karen, you are so stupid. <laughs> so that's the rules, and you can't sit with us. Whatever. Those rules aren't real. They were real that day I wore a vest. Because that vest was disgusting. <laughs> you can't sit with us! I can't go out. <clears throat> I'm sick. Oh, my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Uh, it was my mom's in the 80s. <gasps> Vintage. So adorable. Thanks. That is the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Cardi B on Hot Ones. It was uh, only a matter of time before Cardi B made her way to Hot Ones. This is how it started. Cardi B, welcome to the show. Hey. What's going through your head as you prepare to take on the gauntlet? Are you nervous at all? Are you naturally a hot sauce person? I'm. I'm nervous because it's like. I'm setting myself up to have diarrhea. So it's like I like know what's gonna happen like later on. But this is worth this is worth it though. It's worth it because I'm telling you, like my fans been begging me to do this show for so, 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 so long. I have to give it to them and I'm so scared. Oh my gosh. Hey, it's a, this is the most entertaining Hot Ones episode in a very long time. Uh do you wanna hear her talk about uh, recording PG versions of her songs or aliens? Uh oh, aliens. Okay. So I couldn't help but to notice that in your 73 questions interview with Vogue, you said that you wish people would ask you about current events more. So it seems like not a week goes by that I don't see, you know, a whistleblower testifying about alien extraterrestrial material or UFOs and government cover-ups. Where are you on that whole thing? Like, do you have any thoughts on aliens and the possibility that they visited Earth? I don't believe the aliens are real. I really don't believe that aliens are real because it's like, okay, so if aliens are real <laughs> yeah. and they're smarter than us, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like, why they just haven't invaded us? So aliens, if they're smart, they know how humans are. Humans are like despicable. They want to take over <laughs> everything. They just want to have power over everything. And then people be like, but why will aliens... 
will want to invade Earth. Earth is ghetto. They probably, <laughs> they probably, they probably like so advanced. Like they probably, they probably think that that Earth is like a small fry. And it's like, it's not about that. Right. It's the art of war. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm following. That don't make sense. To so me. it's like if they so smart, like people think that they are, they would have been invading us just so they could just have us mm-hmm. and not. And not what, Cardi B? I just know that they ain't real. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. That's the gospel right there, man. That's oh, she's so good. Uh, I've I've only heard the uncensored version of Bongos one time and one time only. That song gave me a UTI, by the way. <laughs> Yo. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Cardi B on recording these sort of clean versions or what she feels about the clean versions of her songs. What's it like to record a clean for radio version of a Cardi song? Annoying. Like, yeah, so yeah. annoying. Like, how upset? How? Because I just did it, like, practically two weeks ago. And I was, like, so over it because it's like, it's like you know, like, my new song, I'd be like, eat this like a plum. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you know, I'm doing the clean version, and it's like, all right, baby, eat it up like a plum. And it's like, no, it's still you still can't play that for pop radio or whatever. And I'm like, baby, eat these peaches and plums. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so over it. Like, it's like, I'm, like, trying to look up, like, because I cannot say that. Like, that is that sounds so corny. Like, that sounds like a, a kid's bop, whatever my son. But I have no choice. So, baby, eat this. Baby, eat these peaches and plums. <laughs> <laughs> so she hates it. That's I love best. her. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A retired Australian couple mm-hmm. has spent almost five hundred days on a cruise ship after booking fifty-one straight cruises because it's cheaper than a retirement home. Here's a little bit of Marty and Jess Anson. It's a lifestyle. Where else can you go? You go for dinner. You go to a show. You go dancing. Um, through the day, you have all these activities. And I love the hula dancing and the, and the ballroom dancing. So this was the perfect answer, really. Go cruising. Do, do, see the world and meet these people and make lifelong friends. And, you know, it's, it's a wonderful life. So right now they're uh, aboard the 2,000-passenger Coral Princess, and they've been there for 450 days. Wow. Uh, they got another eight months before they disembark. However, as soon as they do, they will be jumping on the Crown Princess, which is an even bigger ship for another year. I've read about couples who do this. Yes. Do Retired you unpack couples. or do you leave, like, you have to pack and... Because then once you disembark to go on the next one, you have to pack everything up again. Morning, what do you mean? They've been there for over two years. But what happens when they disembark? They got to pack all their stuff again? Like, well, yeah, but they haven't had to pack in over two years. Do they have laundry? Yes. Of course. They got laundry. They got room service. They got all their meals. They said that they start each day with ping pong and a beer. I want this <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I've read about couples who do this because they say it is cheaper. cheaper than rent wherever it is that they live or yeah. paying a mortgage. Yeah. And you get adventure. Yes. Yeah. And they book cruises that have ports where, because they're Australian, so they book cruises that have ports where they also have family members. Yeah. So on the days when they just dock, 
they just visit family and then get back on the boat. Do your thing. And off mm. you go. Yeah. Right? I ain't mad. Like, why not? I mean, not? I would never do it, but I ain't no, mad. No, no. You're, you're a cruise guy, Shannon. Oh, my God. This is my dream. Are is you kidding really, me? Huh? I would love... A yeah. cruise is so much fun. Yeah. 500 days, though? Yeah. I had the yeah, time of my it. life now, on a cruise ship. So yeah. here's the thing, though. Shem, when you travel, though, mm-hmm. when you're on a, those cruises, you travel like 400 family members. We roll deep. Right? Yeah, that's Could nuts. you do, like, if the entire family... Oh, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Was no. like, we're taking over this ship for two years. No. I said I would do the cruise, yeah. not not yeah. my entire yeah. seventy family members that oh, go. Also, Maury, don't front. You and Matthew, one of you would be overboard in a week. That's if why you, you guys do the did this inside cabin that doesn't have a balcony. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, there's an answer for everything, always. right? There's always an answer. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, reading this article on how the uh, NFL is attempting to focus on foot. Ball as uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift uh, romance intensifies. So a source told CBS Sports in an interview that uh, despite the drastic jump in viewership already, the Chiefs are trying to steer clear of appearing to exploit uh, Kelsey's uh, romance with Taylor Swift. Does it seem like that at all? No. I don't get that sense. A uh, source uh, close to the organization uh, tells the New York Post that um, the goal is to focus on the 53 football players as a whole and not just one. Well, there is only just one. Travis Kelsey. Uh, yes. So uh, Taylor was there at the game again. Now, it was interesting because inside the stadium on the big Jumbotron, they have like their celebrity cam, mm-hmm. right? Where they're like celebrities in attendance. And the celebrities they showed on that to the people in the stadium mm-hmm. was Jeremy Strong, the eldest boy from Succession. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Um, Aaron Rodgers uh-huh. and Paul Rudd. Oh no! Yeah, so and no, then? nobody from Taylor's box. But she had like they didn't. Okay, so who in, was there? Okay, so in Taylor's box, she had Sophie Turner was there again. Yeah, Blake Lively was there again. Her best uh, friend uh, Ryan Reynolds was there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Newly single Hugh Jackman was there. Uh, Anthony from Queer Eye was there. There's a lot of people there, but they didn't show that box. And they're showing Eldest Boy and Ant-Man? Yes, right? And meanwhile, everybody knows that Taylor, everybody yes. knows that Taylor is there. And those jeans shorts she was wearing, by the way, that look homemade, yeah. right? They're like $595 jean shorts oh. with the bedazzled I thought you were going to say like 23 bucks at Forever 21. No, 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 no. They're very expensive. But tell me if this seems like the NFL is trying to separate themselves from the Taylor Travis Kelsey romance. So they had to build a promo of mm. Kansas City playing the New York Jets. Yeah. This is the promo they used. Okay. Welcome to New York. Real distance. <laughs> We're focusing on football. Yeah, let's focus on football. Okay. Everybody. Okay. Uh, that's great. That that uh, box did look like fun, though. I would have partied in there. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think For they have real. premium food? I know you'd probably want premium drinks, but premium food, or are they giving them? 
you know, like sliders and shrimp cocktail and chicken I, fingers and fries. I think so. I, I, it's, hard, it's hard to say. I don't know what goes on in like a, uh, a Jets, you know, box kind of thing, yeah. right? Like, or they do I don't like know because freshly sliced roast beef sandwiches. Oh, maybe like a pulled pork kind uh-huh. of thing. Yeah, but, but usually they, the kitchens have contracts that they can't break. Like you have to have the same box food as everybody else has. Yeah, yeah. I don't, so I don't know though, but I think it with Taylor, it's like maybe they'd make her sandwich. If Taylor was like, you know, I'm gluten free or like, I don't know what all that mm-hmm. stuff is, right? But like I'm gluten intolerant or whatever. Then like, have I'm the I'm veggie sure. sticks. That's not a substitute, man. When somebody says that Can't they're just eat carrots. Yeah, you, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not. Because they're not rabbits. You don't yeah, just feed them vegetables. Yeah. There was a there was a bur- there was a burger place in the in oh the there was a burger place in New York where they offered a veggie burger uh-huh. and it was literally the bun. Oh no! Yeah, here, <laughs> eat that, you piece of trash. They're like, they're like, this is the, this is the veggie, this is yeah. the veggie burger. Welcome to New York. Now get out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that box looked fun though, man. Yeah, yeah. Right? Looked Anthony real. did not look like he was having a good time. You don't think so? No, like he didn't crack a smile. He looked like he was really uncomfortable. I would feel so much anxiety trying to sort of like fake that I was having a good time, just because you know that there's cameras up there. Like there's just yeah. cameras focused on you, mm-hmm. like for the entire thing. Like I would, like I would be, I would walk, like be standing alone with just like a big smile on my face because you don't want to seem like you're a drag. Like Anthony, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. He, he did seemed, not look he, fun. No, he seemed like he was a drag, and I'm sure yeah. he had a great time and people had fun hanging out with him. But the like he looked like a drag. Like he looked like the like somebody else should have got that spot who was going to have fun. I think he was just overthinking it. I think he didn't know how to act. Maybe he was nervous. That's what, yeah, exactly. But, like, I feel like any room that Ryan Reynolds is in is a fun room because he's just so fun. He is. Wow. I have no no, I have he's no problem. He's amazing. I have no problem with he was so, when I met him, he was so no, nice to me. Don't worry, guys. I've, I've no, We're going to talk about it in our separate no, Roz group chat. <laughs> in our group chat. <laughs> <laughs> he's so nice. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the, um... The Taylor Swift effect, we all know this uh, when it comes to anything Taylor touches, just turns to uh, gold and beyond. So uh, some of the big stories from the NFL that we know, they got they had 24.32 million people watching that Chiefs game on the weekend, mm-hmm. which was the most of the weekend. Um, but there, once the rumors hit that Taylor was going to be at the Chiefs game on Sunday, mm-hmm. according to a StubHub representative, that the Jets have sold more tickets to that game against the Chiefs in a single day since the season started. Oh, my God. And the tickets prices on StubHub doubled from the week before. Doubled from the week before. Uh, We were talking about this yesterday with the the trend on TikTok is for uh, women to go to their football crazy boyfriends and husbands and tell them how great it is that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map and then their husbands freak out. So here's a couple examples of that. Just play any any one of them that you have there. Okay, how do you feel about Taylor Swift putting Travis Kelce on oh the map? Oh Travis Kelce, Kelsey. What do you putting think? Putting him on the map? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Putting the NFL star on a map? I've never heard of him. Oh my God. Clearly. <laughs> uh, what do I think about Taylor Swift? Putting... <laughs> wow, I feel bad for the guy, you know? Oh, wow. Why? Why her? Dumb. Dumb. What? That's how you feel about it? I don't feel anything about it. 
<laughs> Dom. Come on, Dom. Isn't it crazy that, like, Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map? Hey, Travis Kelsey is a Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. Like, before Taylor Swift, I feel like no one knew who he was. In your world? Like, what? Oh, man, I'm just going to ignore these of that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, one, more, one more, one more. Trevor Kelly and make him like a star. Like, he literally got more playing time because he's dating Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. Not even close to being accurate. No, that's what they're saying. It's called the Taylor Swift effect. Trevor Kelly. Travis Kelsey. Oh. Is already the best tight end in NFL history. How did she make him better? Well, they said because she's like a, a superstar... But the coach is, like, giving him more playing time, and now, like, the team's doing really well. Oh, the defending Super Bowl champions are doing well? Yeah. Can you watch this? <laughs> oh, no. Torturing Trolls. husbands Trolls. and boyfriends. Just torturing. Oh, my God. Ah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, the NFL, so the constant coverage of Taylor Swift has led to the sort of backlash of how the NFL has handled the whole thing, uh, which does not help with any of the conspiracies that fans have towards the oh, NFL. No. Really? So during the game coverage on Sunday mm. with the Chiefs and the Jets, yeah. uh, during the broadcast, they showed Taylor Swift 17 times. Well, yeah. 17 times they showed Taylor Swift. Um, and what wound up happening was it was a controversial end to the game. Mm -hmm. There were two calls that Jets fans were not happy about because it made it seem like their conspiracy of, you know, the NFL and the refs are all in collusion to wanting specific teams to do well and everything else. And what didn't help with that is the NFL's Instagram profile yeah they changed their bio to chiefs are two and oh as swifties oh so the nfl changed their bio to Mm -hmm. the chiefs are two and oh um as swifties which is just not a good look Uh -uh. right hardcore fans must be livid this could all ruin their relationship um yeah i mean listen i think they're both used to the spotlight this is probably the perfect guy that she could uh this is like when j-lo was with a-rod you know what i mean like you need Mm -hmm. a guy like that like 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 nothing was gonna phase a-rod right Uh like he wasn't phased by any of this i don't think travis kelsey's phased by any of this 27 million people uh watched the chiefs game on sunday 27 million people. That's a 22% lift from the uh, week four of, so last week, which was 22.2 million. Uh, it is the highest rated Sunday game since the Super Bowl. Oh, you're what? Um, NFL? Viewership among teen girls, 12 to 17, spiked 53%. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And they got to see Taylor Swift 17 times. Women age 18 to 24 was up 24%, and women 35 plus was up 34% which is a uh, crazy numbers. Did you see that picture of that couple that dressed up like um, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift mm-hmm. in 2020? I don't think that's real. Is it real? 
It's There's real. No, no. It was real. It no. was real. Yes. For real? They, they were a couple, uh-huh. right? And they went to a Halloween party dressed as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey well, like in, in 2020. So here is the, here's the woman. Here's the, uh, uh, I think her name is Michaela Stevens. Listen to this. So my husband and I are going to this party. We start looking through our closet to like see what we can like scrounge up to go to this Halloween party. Um, but he's like, hey, I'll just wear my Travis Kelsey jersey. So I was like, I'll be Taylor Swift. You know, this was 2020. And my caption, you guys, my caption was, I don't know a world in which Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey would be in the same room together. But apparently in this one, they're married. Oh, my right. God. Yeah. 2020. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And I, get, you- I mean, huge football fan, huge Taylor Swift yeah, fan. Yeah, like, yeah. why not? Like, I know it doesn't seem, in, I know. you know, it's not like she hooked up with... <sighs> I don't know. The Illuminati working overtime. Yeah, yeah. Make that happen. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy though, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Travis Kelsey was on his uh, podcast with his brother. What do they call that? It's called the New Heights is what it's called. Bro, Jason, you be Jason Kelsey. And, I know you got uh, the Travis W's Kelsey. already, but still. I don't know. I know. They just sit around and hang out. Listen, he's great. He doesn't have to do anything. Hall of Famer right there. Uh, about whether or not the NFL is overdoing it with this whole Taylor Swift coverage. Is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion? Not I think, take away. I think everybody's just like overwhelmed your feelings with for Taylor. What is your honest opinion <laughs> on how the NFL is treating uh, celebrities at games? I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. You know, I think uh, I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to to what you're watching. Um, but at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit for sure, especially my situation. Right. I think they're they're just trying to have fun with it and. um a lot Here's of uh, a lot of the people watching. Go ahead, let's hear it. You show them once, let them know they're there. Maybe after a touchdown, you get a little clip, but it, you can't you can't be overboard with it. People yeah. are there to watch the game, right? Yeah, they're not there to get thrown on TV. I'll tell you what, though, it is because uh, you never know. You get caught, you know, just throwing a big old cheeseburger in, and you look like an mm. idiot. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things that you you just don't want to be on TV at all time. You know? Well, it was a lot. This is a new uh, a new thing for Taylor Swift because she's so closed off in private and like mm-hmm. her boyfriends. I didn't even think that they had voices. The last couple of guys and that like, dating Travis Kelsey's like got a podcast every week. It's a whole He's new like, world. yeah. I was just yeah. looking on the uh, the NFL um, Instagram. By the way, they showed Taylor Swift seventeen times during that game on Sunday. Damn. Uh, People like I think it's settled down so far. Yeah, it's settled down with the Taylor mentions and the Taylor ats and even fans commenting. They're just like back to just being about football. Yeah, you guys think she shows up to another game this season? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about the next one though. Yeah. I think she's gonna skip a few games, but she will be there again. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's something you can keep a secret either. Do you think the relationship is gonna last till the end of the season? No, no. no. No, uh, no, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, I'm telling you, this reminds me of JLo and A-Rod where she just went through all these like guys and then she like found like a man, mm. you know, and like A-Rod could handle the pressure, right? Like yeah. A-Rod was great at the pressure because none of it bothered him. Yeah. Right. Like he knew what it was like. He knew. He knew that life. He could handle it. What are you going to do to A-Rod? The same thing with Travis Kelsey. Like, tra- I think Taylor Swift needs somebody like Travis Kelsey. But right? in the A-Rod, like, you, you think- J-Lo situation, 
they weren't making as big of a deal when JLo would be in the stands. Like, yeah, sure, they made <laughs> no, 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 but it. I just mean, show I mean, they're like Major they, League Baseball didn't overdo it. Oh no, I'm not talking about baseball or football. I'm just talking about the man. Okay. Like, I whether or not it's going to last until the end of the season. Mm. Like, I think that this. I think he's. I mean, I don't know him personally, but to me, wait, I did JLo and A date when? He was still in no, the no, no, no. It was after, no. right? Yeah, after. he had yeah. retired by yeah. then. Yeah, but like they yeah. would make appearances at games and stuff. Yeah, but he needs she needs a guy like that. I think you know the person I feel the worst for in all this is, that... is Usher. Why? Because we no longer talk about him being the Super Bowl halftime show, and I wonder if the NFL now say to themselves, "Man, we we missed I'm opportunity." Sh- no, I'm and, sure no, no, they no. tried. They've uh, been trying to get uh, Taylor. Uh, she uh, Taylor Swift is not going to do the Super Bowl halftime show one during a tour, and she's not going to do it until it's in Nashville. Yeah, no, that's I, okay. just Fair. that's just it, right? Fair. Like, there's you know who's no, loving all of this? Who's that? Travis's mom. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, right. She, they've been sitting together, oh, loving it. Like, Taylor, you're my best friend, right? <laughs> like, just all of a sudden, like, I don't even it's, know it's, that's what she sounds it, like. And it's, I just assume, I just assume every football mom sounds like um, Blindside's mom. Yeah, right. Taylor, Tyler. <laughs> Michael, Michael, Tyler, meet my other son, Michael. Right, just explaining football to her the whole yeah. time, right? Yeah. Oh, baby, don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just because all... you're a tight end doesn't mean you have to act like a tight end. Yeah. Tyler, stop looking at my son's tight end. Yeah. That was yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. Here's okay. Here's what he eats. Yeah. Right? She's one of those moms, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, Sundays, here's what he eats. Mm-hmm. Four eggs, scrambled, a <laughs> little bit of red pepper. Totally. Totally. Mashed potatoes. Totally. After tenderloin, a big tenderloin yeah. steak. Yeah. With a side of pasta. Yeah. yeah. When he plays Thursdays, often Fridays, his bottom's sore. So you you make mind of that. <laughs> he does enjoy a nice peach cobbler. Sometimes a key lime pie. <laughs> you paying attention, honey? That boy never seen a washing machine, nor should he. <laughs> dry clean only. No, you're the dry clean only. <laughs> Taylor, honey, you listening? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. You want to hear Ed Sheeran tell a story about how he got blind high with Snoop? Uh, yeah. Listen to this. Uh, I've had, you know... A fun one, actually. I was in I was in Melbourne recently, and I was with my wife and my mother-in-law, and Snoop Dogg was playing. And oh I my was god! Like, and I was like, "We gotta go!" Like, where, like <laughs> when that? I, I I guess he plays in England, but it's never like when I have a night off or whatever. So we went. I just I remember I remember him meeting my mother-in-law and being like, "What's up, Queen?" And I was like, <laughs> uh, "Yes." <laughs> That's the best. But I went, I went with. Um, I've sort of got quite close friends with um, Russell Crowe over the years, and he's yeah. really close with Snoop Dogg. They have sort of like smoke offs. I love and these. Stuff. Russ- yeah. I love and these bro. connections. Um, no, you'd never like, imagine. They're like really. Oh, Dame Judi Dench and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> they're really cool. But um, but so I was in. I was and I don't. I don't really smoke at all. And I was in. I was in the dressing room. And they're just, you know, blunt for blunt for blunt for blunt. And I'm like, I guess at some point during the night, I, I have to just to be like, let's make this new dog. Um, and so I kind of was having this conversation with him. And I was like, this is good, like a good memory. Like I have a conversation, I'm drinking my wine and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do you want some? And I was like, okay, now's the time. 
I'm like, have we had a good amount of conversation? So I have a bit, and I'm like, oh, I don't feel too bad. Like, this is good. And then I have a bit more. Then I have a bit more. Then I have a bit more. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just remember looking at him being like, I can't see right now. I've got to... <laughs> Can you imagine Bro. what kind of weed you have to smoke with Snoop Dogg to the point where you cannot see? That must be some hard stuff right I there. would be... Potent. I would be passed out on his floor... <laughs> With like my head on his boot and just throwing up everywhere, oh, like yeah. I would be such a mess. I would not get invited back anywhere. Like, no, and his guys would be like filming me and stuff like this. Oh, you'd end up right? on World Star in like oh, six seconds. Oh God, no! Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. And I and I really think Snoop and I would get along. I really do. Mm -hmm. You know, until that. Yeah, and but I couldn't. We couldn't be friends. No, you know what though? You would never get invited to absolutely anything ever. No, which is what I strive for in oh. life. <laughs> Oh. Like, that's the goal. So. <laughs> Hit me up, Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Blue Jays advance to the postseason. Yay. Hello, October. Yeah. Hello, good. hello. So there's hello. still work to be done, guys. <laughs> My baseball group chat was going oh, nuts yesterday. Uh, they're going to face uh, Minnesota. So here's a little bit of the celebration in the Jays clubhouse yesterday. Uh, John Schneider talking. John Schneider, congratulations. It's oh, been Sportsnet. down year. What does it say about this group that you guys find yourself in a wild card series? Unbelievable perseverance. These guys are pros. They've been through this before. I mean, just to survive as long as they did. It's like a nightclub in there. Well right now, but the way they've kind of come together lately it's just perseverance they're awesome perseverance. Okay. you know how i feel about that i can't stand the celebrating can i so that's why the group chat was going crazy yesterday mm -hmm. i am so not down no first of all you lose the game mm -hmm. there should be no celebration no you have a new series that starts anything. tomorrow yeah yeah. Why and, the celebration? Like you want the World Series? Teamwork. No, because no, 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 no. As as a hockey fan, I find that disgusting. Mm -hmm. I find it this, and you know what? Just as disgusting. I they celebrate like this after a round victory in yeah. the playoffs. Like yeah. you, we win round one, and they champagne. got the champagne and no. everything else. Yeah. No. no, it's called Wait, motivation. No. You haven't won anything. No, I think my opinion. When you lose a game, yes, at home, yes. And you're only going into a wild card series. Yes. Okay. This isn't round one. No. This oh. is wild card. And you're celebrating that you won the no. series? No. 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 All all three games, by the way, are in Minnesota. Yeah. That's crazy. They're not back home until October 10th. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, no, that's if they make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they won't. But uh, celebrating like that? It's, Come on, no, Jay. Shame on you. It's a joke. Shame on you. Yeah, yeah. With the goggles and the champagne and the everything else. Listen uh, to us. <laughs> Sportsnet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sportsnet, if you need some more analysts yeah, over there. I'm good with that. I look good in those pants. <laughs> um, David Morey was talking to fans out uh, outside of the Rogers Center after their huge, I get, I don't they lost though, right? So yeah, we, we won. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Anyway. Hey, boys, congrats on making the postseason. We can't wait. Woo! It's pretty awesome to see them make it three years out of four. You know, like growing up, we never had this. So it's pretty awesome to see this group of guys kind of come together and do that. And yeah, no, go Jays. I just want to congratulate the Blue Jays for <laughs> all the. All the times they've been through and the pressure they're going through. Uh -huh. And it's been a tough few games. And what else? And we did it. Uh -huh. And we're on our way. 
and it's a postseason. And? And we're going to do it. And? And we're going to win it. And? Go Blue Jays! <laughs> All right, congratulations, Toronto Blue Jays. I'm making it to the playoffs. Congratulations again, and I hope you guys do good in that wild card playoff. Congratulations, guys. You made it to the postseason. Fabulous, fabulous home runs. Love you guys. Um, you will keep going. Just keep going. Congratulations to the Blue Jays for making it to the postseason. You got this. Woo! All right, go Jays, go. We're making it to the postseason. Let's go. Don't overthink it. Take your time. <laughs> Play Thanks, well. Coach. And let's bring a championship home, boys. Let's go. Congratulations, Blue Jays. You made it to the postseason. Go in and don't give up. Oh, that poor kid. No. That guy saying we never had this growing up. When was he born? <laughs> like, like ten like, years ago, maybe. Like the like years even ago? the Jose Bautista era. They were in the playoffs. Did you hear him though? That guy was wasted. I'm wasted. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> we're gonna do it, <laughs> and we're gonna win. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lady Gaga. We heard earlier that she was going to be one of the guests on the new Rolling Stones album, which drops October twentieth. Uh, and so this is a song, a little bit of a track called Sweet Sounds of Heaven. Also, I think Stevie Wonder plays on this track, too. But, what? like, Gaga is wailing. And we are feel the heat of the wow. yeah. Yeah, little shout, Yeah. We were listening to this on repeat at our house. She sounds great. It's a seven-minute song, apparently. No. Yeah. You get Gaga screaming like this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with this. I'd listen to that song. I don't mind Gaga. So Gaga sounds great. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, I'll tell you the balls on some people. This story what? is so crazy. So remember Lady Gaga when her dog walker, Ryan Fisher, was shot? Yes. And those guys stole her dogs, and mm. then he was doing all those videos, and then everybody was like, she's not paying his medical bills and everything else. So she offered up when the reward was, uh, when the dogs were still missing, the $500,000 reward. And a judge has now just thrown out the reward claim from Jennifer McBride, who was the one that made the call to say, hey, I have the dogs. And the balls on people, like, I don't even know how it escalates to this point because it turned out, as we know, that Jennifer McBride, mm. who wanted the reward, is the girlfriend of the dad of one of the guys that stole the dogs. Right? So they stole the dogs. Yeah. Went home. Yo, dad, check this out. Yo, gave the dad's girlfriend the dogs. She made the call being like, yo, where's my $500,000? And not only that, she asked the judge in court filings to triple the reward to $1.5 million what? because she says that Gaga's reward offer was misleading because Gaga's offer was no strings attached, Right. Whoever gets my dogs home, no strings attached, $500,000. So she's saying, if you say no strings attached, that's no strings attached. What there is now is a string. 
Okay. So she That's wanted one point five. She wanted one point five. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you do that? No strings attached. No strings attached. The balls on people, man. I swear. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, all the late night shows returned last night. We'll get through a couple of the monologues here. I don't know where you want to start. The, it was Colbert, Kimmel, and Fallon. Right, let's go with Fallon. Sure. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Tonight Show. Uh, right. Five months off, and we are back. I am so excited to be here. I am so excited. Seriously, I, I'm more excited than a guy seeing Beetlejuice with Lauren Boebert. I, oh, damn. Did he talk about Maury, the Rolling Stone article about how he's awful? Uh, no, that did not come up. It didn't come up, huh? Mm. Interesting. Uh, here's a little bit of Jimmy Kimmel. In case you've forgotten, my name is Jimmy. I've been off the air for five months. We've been gone um, so long. We've been gone so long, The Bachelor is now a grandfather. <laughs> we <just> hey. <laughs> uh, Stephen Colbert. Welcome one and all in here, out there. All around the world to the Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert, and we, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it feels good to be back. It feels good to be with all of you again here in the Ed Sullivan Theater because after the first few months of the strike, Evie refused to keep chanting my name. It's so funny because Kimmel made the almost the exact same joke. Like their mm. monologues were like very similar. It was uh, what you didn't hear is because it was very visual. Is each one of them also made a joke about how their studio has turned into, you know, a tennis court, or somebody turned it into a Halloween costume store. Like everyone made a joke of what the studios were used for. Yeah, it's so funny. They're all the same. Those shows. They're all the same. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was on. Who was he talking to? It was Jimmy Kimmel. And remember when Trump got indicted down in Florida and he had to go in and he said that he was 6'1", 215? Yeah. <laughs> nah, bro. Here's Schwarzenegger. He listed his weight at 215 pounds. <laughs> you are one of the foremost experts on the mill, physique, bodybuilding, etc. When you size him up, what would you guess that that man weighs? Oh, no. You know, I don't really know how much he, he weighs. I can tell you one thing. That if you would ask me what should you do for fitness, I would just say run around yourself three times. You're going to be in great, great shape. <laughs> Damn, Arnold. <laughs> going in. So do you think it is possible that he weighs 215 pounds? Yeah, as much as it is possible that there is uh, no climate change. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and as much as it is possible that we don't need to really reduce pollution well, in order to kind of stuff. So, I mean, look... We all know that the way he is, and uh, if it makes him feel good to, you know, tell everyone he weighs 215, I think everyone laughs about it because he does not look like he weighs 215. <laughs> I mean, it looks uh, a little bit more like maybe 315 or something. 315, yeah. Did you see, um, let me show you this photo, because yeah. Trump is in New York, trial, right? Yeah. And uh, the, allegedly, his people... <laughs> okay. Place an order for McDonald's during one of the breaks, right? Stop it. So paparazzi, of course, outside the courthouse, right? Outside yeah. of the building. And they see their security walking in with brown bags. Oh, my God. Six. That's a lot of McDonald's. But we're not talking like the small, like handheld, you know, like the small ones that you get, like when you order like one combo or yeah. sometimes two combos will come in the bag. That's a lot We're of talking bags. like a shopping bag with handles, six of them. That There's so many brown shopping bags. That looks like a scene <laughs> from the original Sex in the City. 
<laughs> like that is a lot. There's three guys carrying bags. Yeah, there's six bags in total. Sounds like, like a good feast. That <laughs> like, is like I know Trump. You know he's got like a big legal team and everything, all his peoples, whatever. But okay, hold still. on here. So I'm um, just let me read you this. This is from I don't know where this is from. Daily Beast. Donald Trump reportedly called in a massive McDonald's order to court on Monday with TMZ capturing, capturing staffers in dark suits carrying six large brown bags from McDonald's inside the New York courthouse where Trump is on trial. Trump's love of McDonald's is well documented with the former president calling in an order of $5,500 worth of McDonald's. Wow. Yo, man's off to eat. $5,000? That's, remember when, yeah. remember when the, the, the Clemson football team was in there? Remember the they, they won a championship and they came into the White House and they were all expecting like oh my God like what we're gonna have lunch at the White House uh-huh. and then they went in and there was five thousand dollars worth of McDonald's on a giant table inside the White House. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> you gotta love McDonald's, man. <laughs> His favorite meal. His favorite meal is a Big Mac, fillet of fish, fries, and a vanilla shake. Oh, Ew, That's fish. so gross. Oh, no. Those oh, are so heavy. A Big Mac and a filet of fish? Bro. 315. Listen, when, you, when, <laughs> when you're 215, you can afford that, right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, 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 there we go. It's uh, done for the Blue Jays this season. Oh, is it? Darn. Nobody saw that coming. No. Hashtag take October, right? Right, everyone? Take off October off. Yeah. Oof, damn. It was ugly, too. What did they get? One run in two games? Uh huh. That's why you don't celebrate that early. Thank you. It's just, it's absurd. All baseball teams do that, though. It's so, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's great for morale. It's not, though. No, it's not. It throws you off. It does. It's good for the city. You haven't accomplished anything, though. That's the thing. Is that what have you accomplished? You, you squeaked into the playoffs after losing. Nah, it's just anyway. We're beyond that now. But that whole episode now just looks very silly. Oh yeah. Um, so they're done. Here's the final game call. And that's it. Duran strikes out Varsho, and the Blue Jays' season comes to an end. The Twins and their fans celebrate. They are on to Houston. For the division series, their first series win in 21 years. And the Blue Jays' season ends, but far, far sooner uh, than anybody would have wanted, given the expectations coming into the year. So here is uh, Bo Bichette after the game. He was probably one of the most honest players as far as what needs to happen uh, with the Jays moving forward. Well, I'm not sure. We we got beat up two years in a row in the playoffs, so... um... I think there's a lot of reflection needed um, from players, but from the organization from top to down, everybody needs to reflect and see what we can do better. So I think that's the next step. And what everybody's talking about is the early poll of uh, Jose Barrios and how much of a mistake that was, but actually who made the call? Like there's a lot of people right now saying everybody involved in that needs to sit in front of the press today and answer questions as far as who made that call. Because I was just listening to this clip. Can I play this off my computer? Mm -hmm. Because this is Buck Martinez sort of summing up um, the analytics department that teams rely so heavily on and how, I mean, analytics are great, 
but they're there to assist you in decision making. They shouldn't make the decision for you. Mm-hmm. And pulling uh, Jose Barrios, I don't know if anybody thinks that it was the right call given what he was doing on the field. Or it was at least a tough call to make, but they seem pretty confident in it and it, and it, and, and it cost them the game. So here's Buck Martinez. Foul. I want to make one final point about Barrios. The analytics might suggest it was the right move and the results might not follow up but as far as the psychological burden taken off the twins when he left they're going okay he's out of the game we couldn't do anything against him he's gone i don't care who they bring in next the twins feel better about it than having to deal with jose barrios and and let me say this and i'm sure you'll agree nothing that you said or i said is a knock on you say kikuchi it's just a reflection of how well jose barrios was dealing they and again, as you said, obviously they felt analytically it, it was the move to make. And they is a big group. I don't yeah, know if we can say that enough. It's not the so, dugout folks no. all by themselves. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that have their fingerprints on this move. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, you watch the game, Warm. Yeah, and there, there's something, and I don't understand this because I don't know much about sports, yeah. but something that happened with Vladdy Guerrero Jr. that some people are saying is the worst Thing that ever happened in the franchise history. Oh, what was Which it? Is? Something called a picked off with two runners on. Oh, yeah. When he got, he was off way too far off second base. And then so, he got, and and some then people he got are caught. saying that was the worst move in franchise history in the playoffs. Well, yeah. And there's also, yeah. there was also um, two times that the, the pitch clock ran out and everyone's, it was a really weird game. Yeah. I'll say this like the, the pitching was was good for the Jays for the most part. They couldn't hit. They just can't hit. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah, they didn't lose because of pitching. Right. They they lost because they, they scored one run in two games, right? Look at us guys. Like we're working on sports net. Right. <laughs> if you need analytics, sports net. Looking for another show. Can I try what I said, I but you. sound more sportsy? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Joe Biden's German Shepherd has been removed from the White House after it emerged that it had bitten more people. The oh, removal, uh, this is the second time that the Bidens have had to rehome one of their German Shepherds due to aggressiveness. So this one, so Major was the first dog that they had to rehome. I'm not trusting a dog named Major. This one is is called Commander, a, two, a two-year-old German shepherd. Um, he's bitten people working in the executive residence along with White House staffers, and at least one person needed to be treated in the hospital. Uh, two sources told CNN that there had been, quote, far more bitings than the 12 officially reported by the Secret Service. Wow. There were Far more than the twelve that were officially reported. Could you imagine going to work like and being scared like that every just, day? Like that would add so much. We should do that here. Like I really think that some days when you know people are in a funk, I really think that it would put some perspective into your life if we just let a vicious German Shepherd run around the office. Mm. Right? You know what I mean? Like you're dragging your ass one day. Yeah, go do your thing. Go, Yeah, exactly. Right? Go you're ahead, on, commando. Yeah, you're on a deadline. Yeah, you know what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> I could just bring right? Andy and he'll bite everyone. No, no, no. We need a killer in uh-huh. here. We and need bro, a killer. Your dog wears boots to go outside. Yeah, no. It's not <laughs> happening with Andy. No, no, no. We're bringing in something. When, when, Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to release the hounds. I think that's what we, we, we need to do some days. Somebody, somebody get Biden to fish. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Presidential fish. More, far more than the 12 reported. 
And 12 God. is a lot. And you dress nice, too, when you work at the White House, right? You like, you wear to. good pants. Yeah, you have to. Right? Mm. <laughs> Jesus, I couldn't imagine that. Ruin my Banana Republic <laughs> dress pants. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I don't know how Drew Barrymore became, like, the ultimate villain ju- during this writer's strike, but she did. So Drew Barrymore had said that she was going to come back without writers, right? Mm, Because she has a whole other staff. There's a lot of people who work for that show that were missing out on earning a living because of the rest. So she was like, we're just going to come back. We're going to have no writers. We're just going to do the show. When the writer's strike is over, everybody can come back and everything's great. And then people just went in on her. Mm -hmm. Like they were picketing out her for show and everything else. She apologized, did a huge apology a couple of days later, and then said, no, we're not going to bring the show back. So her three head writers on the show have now refused to return to the show. Oh, in retaliation? Yeah. So they all walked. According to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, the producers are now scrambling to find new writers after Chelsea White, uh, Christina uh, Kanon, and Liz Coe all quit the show. All three of them have been there since season one. Wow. Uh, Drew's uh, new season starts October 16th. So she lost three head writers. But it's in because, 11 days. Because she only said she was coming back. She didn't even come back. Yeah. She only said she was coming back. It was the intent. Damn. It was the intent. That's that's a lot. Uh, Saturday Night Live returns on the 14th. And I know we discussed this earlier, but yes, Pete Davidson will be uh, in to host. Good because choice. he was supposed to do the last, like he was he was all set to host. And then the writer's strike happened, so he never got to do it. Yeah, uh, Ice Spice is the musical guest. Oh, and then, yes. And then on the 21st, uh, Bad Bunny is going to be hosting and doing oh, musical guest as amazing. well. Amazing. So. WWE superstar, Bad Bunny. <laughs> I think he does other things on the side too, right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, <laughs> cops showed up at Brittany's house because she was dancing with knives. So law enforcement sources uh, tell TMZ that it was a welfare check made by a member of the LAPD SMART team, which is a group that handles mental evaluations. Cops made the decision to go to Britney's house uh, because the person actually had some knowledge of Britney is the one that called because they don't respond to fan calls. Mm. So the person who called the police is actually somebody who knows Britney. There is a connection there. Uh, Britney's attorney then called the cops later that day asking about the visit, and deputies assured them that they only made the visit because it was somebody who intimately knew uh, Brittany and feared that there was uh, some sort of care needed imminently. And then so Brittany goes and posts a whole brand new video dancing with knives. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, Brittany. Yeah. Oh, slapping her ass with them and everything. Like she's in a little thong and she turns around and starts smacking her ass with uh, with the double knives Girl, and clinking it back and forth. Did she cut herself already? So, yeah, she, I, she had a long sleeve on this time, so you of couldn't course. see the bandage. <laughs> Uh, She goes, I know I spooked everyone with that last post. This is referring to the knives. Uh, But these are fake knives, she says, that my team rented from the hand prop shop in L.A. These are not real knives. She said that she was trying to emulate one of her heroes, which was the Shakira dance. She said no one needs to call the police. Uh, and then goes on to say that uh, cheers to us bad girls who aren't afraid to push boundaries and take risks. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Them knives are making the cling cling noise. I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, 60-year-old Dwayne Keith D. Davis has been arrested for the 1996 murder of Tupac Shakur. Mm-mm. His name was thrown around a couple months ago because I guess that's when they raided the guy's house. Mm. 
and a lot of people saw this coming, but it was kind of like a letdown in a way, in a weird way, because it was there wasn't like much to it. Because with Tupac, there was all the controversy, or the the conspiracy theories and everything else, right? And it turned out that it was exactly you know what it was, which is Tupac and uh, Suge got in a fist fight in the hotel lobby, and then they got in the car, went home, changed their clothes, came back to the party, and the guys that they got in the fist fight with just shot them. Like, that's just all it was. Mm. Um, police describe uh, Dwayne Keith D. Davis as uh, the guy who orchestrated the whole thing, although he didn't pull the trigger. Uh, he actually admitted in the past that he provided the gun that was used in the shooting. Like, he self-snitched and then wrote in his book that it was some other guy, but that guy's dead. No, his nephew. Yeah, his Rolled nephew. on his nephew, on his yeah. own nephew. So he's been charged with one count of murder with a deadly weapon with a sentencing enhancement for gang activity that could add up to 20 years, 20 additional years. He is 60 years old and uh, LAPD investigator uh, are sort of managing expectations for this because I think that when a lot of people heard this, they thought that this was going to be the sort of floodgates uh, for a lot of other arrests mm. that would follow. Yeah. But the problem is that Dwayne Keith D is the only guy involved who is still alive. <laughs> everybody, mm. everybody else. Suspicious. Everybody else is dead. I still think, I mean, I don't know, call me conspiracy theorist. I still think Suge Knight had something to do with it. But Suge Knight was one of the guys beating the guy's ass. Still. I mean, it's, I have a it's feeling right you, there in video. I know. I still have a feeling. Suge was in the car. I know. I still have a feeling he had something to do with that it. That you think that Suge Knight yes. set up for people to shoot up a car that he was driving? Nope. I thought, I think Suge Knight set up to have Tupac killed. Because Tupac, the rumor is that yeah. he was going to leave Death Row Records. Or it could just be gang stuff. Or it could just be gang stuff. Most like, you know what I mean? Just leave me alone in my YouTube conspiracy theory <laughs> right? videos, okay? I know. But it's really looking like it was just gang stuff. Gang, gang. <laughs> right, Shem? What I, do want, say? I want nothing to do with this. You I'm want scared. nothing? No, I am scared. And nothing. guess what? Yeah, I can scared. talk all I want about Suge Knight because he's locked up behind bars. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. didn't, he, didn't he try and be like, I'm going deaf. I need G. Like yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Huh? He suddenly, like, he, didn't Suge, like, he went in on two legs and showed up in court a day later with a cane, yes. like a walker? I think he was in a wheelchair <laughs> A also. wheelchair, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> You're supposed to be hard. There was a, that's what she said. There was a, um, <laughs> wow. Wasn't wow. there like two weeks wow. ago? There was somebody else. There was like another rapper in court and he knew he was guilty and he was going down. And then yeah. he came into the court like faking all sorts of all sorts of That's what everyone does when they go to court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you do? Everybody like, fakes it? Dude, yeah. come yeah, on. Know, everyone can't. gets wheeled in. Yeah, yeah guilty know, and get I know, out. I know. Suddenly, where's my wheelchair? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, was number one at the box office. Hey, yes. Yeah, $23 million. Uh, saw 2 or Saw whatever X. 10. I 10. guess it was. Yeah, Saw 10. Uh, came in at second, and that uh, movie about the GameStop uh, fiasco with those 
Reddit guys who bought it all up. Movie called Dumb Money uh, flopped. It, oh. it, uh, Who's like, in that? I don't even know. Paul Dano, I think, is the guy who played. Oh, I like him. Oh, really? Yeah, I like him too. Three point five million. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm obsessed with this video of Anna Winter completely snubbing Kim Kardashian. What happened? So it was the it was the Victoria Beckham's show at Paris Fashion Week, and. Kim showed up 47 minutes late. Oh, disrespectful. Meaning yeah. that they didn't start without Kim Kardashian. Wait, was she part of the show? Or she no, was just, she was just sitting there. Just a guest. Just a guest. And they delayed the whole thing all because so, of her? So you see video of, there's a the, the front row of this fashion show, right? There's an open space and where Kim's going to be sitting. And then it's Anna Winter and then David Beckham. Oh, and Kim walks in. Yeah. She goes to walk to her seat and she greets David Beckham and he yeah. stands up and sort of gives her a hug. And Anna Winter is sitting there with her arms crossed yeah. as Kim sits beside her and doesn't even make eye contact. And then all the cameras were following Kim. So Anna looks at the camera to get her picture taken. And then as soon as Kim sits down, Anna booked it because all the pictures after that, it that went just Kim Kardashian and then David Beckham and Anna Winter was gone. So whether she like went and found another seat somewhere or watched the show from somewhere pissed. else or whatever was going on. You don't do that. Pissed. Yeah. They should have just started the show. And they then... usually do. In any fashion documentary I've seen, they'll start without you. Yeah, 47 minutes late is what it was. Uh, is, is, and, 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 and you know now, like let's put it out here now, right? Like there is going to be on the Kardashian show some sort of storyline that oh my god it makes it impossible for kim to go to the met gala this year traffic because we know that anna winter 100 percent is in charge of that guest list yeah and there is no way kim's getting guess who's this sitting year. in the back next year <sighs> damn you gotta watch the video though it's so good the body language is so vicious she was livid oh my god I it's awesome anna it's awesome the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Beyonce made it official dropping the trailer for her Renaissance World Woo! Tour concert film. Woo! She's doing one of these, too. Yes. Uh, Going to hit theaters on December 1st. Here's a little bit of that. When I am performing, I am nothing but free. The goal for this tour was to create a place where everyone is free. And no one is judged. You need me. Stand by for prop lift down. Dog brown, dog skin, light skin, baby. Start over, start fresh. Damn. Create the new. That's what the Renaissance is about. Wow. I know it's just scheduling and everything else, Oof. but it just sort of sucks that she's like. A co- like a month and a half behind everything that Taylor did, you know, because I'm reading the stories today about how much Beyonce's tour brought to the U.S. economy and all those cities and everything. It's, but it's like it's like all of that. Like Taylor did it first. Yeah, but like, uh, but I'm just it's just scheduling, right? Like it's uh, not sure. that it's not that one is better than the or anything like that. It's literally the way that everything was rolled out. Beyonce was as impactful. Her tour was giant of concert course. film, everything else. But all of these stories are like a month after Taylor did it first. I know. I know. And right? Taylor is just having the most monstrous year 
of yes. her entire career. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. looking forward to that. When does the... Uh... December 1st in uh, North America. Tickets start at, uh, I think they're 22 bucks for the oh. Beyonce Renaissance World Tour concert film. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, a parking <laughs> spot in Whistler, B.C. just sold for $195,000. Yeah, what? $195,000? A parking spot sold Where, for Where, like in a building or like so, outside somewhere? So spot 45, right underneath the Pan Pacific Hotel in Whistler Village. Just sold for $195,000, the most expensive parking space ever sold in Whistler. Uh, the realtor who sold it, uh, Shauna O'Callaghan, said a parking spot like this comes up once a year if you're lucky. Having a spot right at the base of the lift is mm-hmm. pretty hard to beat. She went on to say that if you think about it, $195 for a parking spot is pennies to these people uh, because lots, empty lots in Whistler go for 5 to $10 million and people are buying those and then spending $50 million to build a home. By the way, the day rate to park at Whistler and one of the other lots is $14 a day. That would mean this person, if they rented out this spot, mm-hmm. would take roughly 13,929 days or 38 years worth of day rate parking to pay off. Investment though, eh? Investment. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, in the United <laughs> States of America today, everyone's uh, phone will get uh, an alarm at 2.20 today. And it's uh, a test for the um, emergency something, something, something that they haven't done. And I think like it was like either 12 or 15 years ago uh, was the first time they did it. And the uh, conspiracy theorists are out in full force with this and what exactly the emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts are trying to accomplish. Uh, they'll hit your cell phones, your radio stations and televisions all in the States. Uh, some people are claiming that uh, they're going to be leaving their phones at home because as soon as that alert happens, it is going to activate nanoparticles introduced into people's bodies because of the COVID vaccine. Mm. And uh, that happens when that happens, the government will be able to monitor people and control them like remote control toys. Uh, Here's tech expert uh, Mark Brownlee explaining what the alert is. October 4th, everyone in the U.S.'s phone is going to ring really loudly at the same time, 2.20 p.m. Eastern time. Just so you know. So the reason it's happening is because every three years, the government is required to test their integrated public alert warning system. We haven't needed it in a while, but it's just in case there's some massive emergency that the entire country needs to know about at the same time, like a media or something. They got to keep that tested. So at exactly 2.20 p.m. Eastern, everyone's phone in the U.S. that is on and that has cell service is going to start blaring and get a message. And it will say, this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is needed. This is also going to play on TVs and radios that are on, so there's a pretty good chance it's going to be pretty loud in the U.S. tomorrow, pretty briefly. But just so you know, it's just a test. No need to panic. You might not have an alarm set on your phone for 2.20 p.m. Eastern time, but your phone is going to ring anyway. Um, do, you, do you remember in the 80s, the during the Cold War and all that stuff, the emergency no. broadcast system? You don't remember this? Play, play. This, is, this, this used to come on televisions, like, all the time. This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. You don't remember this? This is only a test. Right, it's not old as hell. Mm-hmm. And this, oh, this, would play, this would play for a full minute in the middle of a show. Oh, God. 
a full minute, and then at the end of this, the guy would come on and say this. This is a test of the emergency broadcasting system. The broadcasters of your area, in voluntary cooperation with federal, state, and local authorities, have developed this system to keep you informed in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, the attention signal you've just heard would have been followed by official information, news, or instructions. This station serves the Northeast Illinois area. This concludes this test of the emergency broadcast system. So, okay, so that I remember sounds, that clearly during the Cold War. That, that sounds okay. like something you would hear when watching an old-ass alien movie. <laughs> it, that was like black and white. So that tech guy, Mark Brownlee, he can say whatever Mark he... Marquez Brownlee, yeah. Mar, yeah, so he can say, Marquez Brownlee, he can say whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be for a meteor or like a typhoon. We all know it's... Because of nukes, okay? We all know that. That is the reason for this. That was the reason for it in the 80s. It's the reason for it now. So I went through some of the conspiracy theories earlier. Oh, about the the government controlling us? Yes. But here is a fact. You can call it conspiracy, but it is a conspiracy fact. Okay. So today in the United States of America, they're going to be testing their emergency broadcast signal to wireless phones yeah in case of emergency they need to be able to let american citizens know what to do russia tested its emergency public warning system across their country yesterday oh damn coincidence (laughs) (laughs) okay okay Nobody traveled to the States okay. today. Okay. And by the way, if you look at a map, I know it might be confusing, but if it does happen, every single one of those rockets flies over Canada. Oh, that's comforting. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I started watching that David Beckham documentary on Netflix. How is it? It's really good. It's is really it? good. Yeah, because... Um, it's the whole sort of like his whole story and they, they have such great footage and they did a really good job. But the best part is, is that there's a lot of Victoria Beckham in it mm-hmm. and you don't really hear Victoria Beckham that much. You see a lot of Victoria Beckham, but you sure. don't really hear Victoria Beckham. But do you hear her in the dock? Oh, like she's all talk- over the dock, oh, right? Okay. And because of her sort of persona and the Spice Girls and, and everything else and the way she carried herself and she was posh and all this, like nobody realized until years later that Victoria Victoria Beckham is hysterical. Like, she's funny, right? And there's one scene in the documentary where they talk about how they felt about each other right after they met. Mm -hmm. And then Victoria tries to play it off like one of the reasons they got along so well was because they came from uh, working class backgrounds. Mm. And then so she's doing like her documentary style interview, like to the camera, everything else. And then David busts in the room and starts calling her out during the... So yeah, listen to this. That first time that I speak to her, I just fancied her. I just, I just fancied him. And it was as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working, working class. Be honest. I, I am being Be honest. honest. Oh, no. I am being what honest. What did your dra- dad drive you to school in? So my dad did... No, one answer. My dad... What well, car was it? Uh, it's not a simple answer what because... What car what did you get your dad to drive It depends. No, 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 no. Okay, in the 80s, my dad had a Rolls Royce. (laughs) (laughs) Working class. 
It's ah! a tough life. Tough life. Bro, it's really good. Like, Is it? Yeah, because they're just incredible together, right? Like, it's really, uh, and David Beck is like, I had just forgotten so much of that story. And it starts off on that first goal from, um, from the the half field where it like went scooped super wide and then went in and that was what made him super famous mm-hmm. and David Beckham was like every time he got money he spent it right yeah. so he was getting incredible amounts of money and he would get $50,000 on a Thursday and he'd buy a car for $50,000 on a Friday like he God. just he spent every dollar that came in. That's what money's for. Auto He's like, hey, yeah. y'all, oh. he's like, I know that life. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A spike in uh, Canadians no longer able to meet their financial demands means that uh, Canada is now starting down what they're calling a national emergency. Mm. At least that's according to a new survey. Um, The poll of 1,500 respondents saw a 20% year-over-year increase in those experiencing financial stress, with key drivers being interest rates, inflation, and the cost of living. Uh, Out of those, 63% report spending all their net pay each month, while 30% say that they spend more than they earn. 30% say that they are now in a position where they spend Mm -hmm. more than they earn per month. Ridiculous, and that's not like Maury spending, right? No, that's no, no. not like, like pissing away your money. This is necessities. This is this is living. Mm-hmm. I'm that's living. Cool. <laughs> You're doing something over there, Maury. Uh, that's a crazy spot to be in. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. John Woo is back. I don't think he's, the guy's done a movie in like 20 years. He used to do some real great action movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's back with a new movie called Silent Night, and it is a dialogue-free film. So Joel Kinnaman what? is a guy who's seeking revenge because I guess his son got killed by some gang members. And then he winds up in the movie getting shot in the neck, and then he survives, but he's unable to speak. And then so the whole movie, there's no dialogue whatsoever. Nobody talks in the movie. Even the bad guys? Even the bad guys. I watched the movie like this the other day, an alien movie that just uh-huh. dropped. I don't even know what it was on, like Disney or something like that maybe? It was called No One Will Save You. It was an alien movie. It's brand new. No dialogue for the entire movie. Was it good though? It's fun. It was, I enjoyed it. The ending was like, whoa. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't spoil anything. You know, case I shouldn't say this. I don't like when there's like a sci-fi movie or a horror movie where I really enjoy it, Mm -hmm. and then right as soon as it finishes, I got to get my phone and go, "What does the ending of No One Will Save You mean?" (laughs) Oh, I do that with all the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Easter eggs, spoilers. I'm just like I don't know what it meant. I don't know what they were trying Ending to say. explained. But I watched the whole movie. No dialogue. Huh. Like, literally no dialogue. And, and, and the main character spends so much of the movie, like, alone. Uh-huh. But she doesn't even, like, talk to herself in any way. Like, and when there's aliens around, she's never like, oh, my God. Like, she, there's no oh, words. Yeah? There's no words. <laughs> but I'm saying she takes the bus. She goes to town. She does all this stuff. With, she, and there's other people around? There's other people around. Not even a hello? Zero words Not in even, the movie. Y'all see them aliens? Zero Like, hey, word. here's what I'm doing. Bro. What are you doing to prepare? Bro, zero words Wasn't in the, the movie. Wasn't the Emily Blunt movie like that? Uh, no, because they, I mean, but that oh, was... there's dialogue. There was a Leonardo DiCaprio movie yeah. that was like that. That was all silent like that? Yeah. Yeah, what was that? 
Um, I can't remember the name now, but didn't he win his Oscar for that one? No, there was talking in that one. You there mean was? The, the one we got eaten by a bear? Yeah, I thought it was all silent. Maybe you fell asleep. Honestly, yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that's why he wanted it. it. Was like all si- okay. I think I'm thinking of something else. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. move on. Sorry. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, uh, Liberal MP Greg Fergus was uh, announced yesterday and voted on as the new Speaker of the House of Commons. I don't know if you saw the video, but there's like a tradition where so where the, the, so bad. where the prime minister and the uh, head of the opposition drag the new speaker to his throne, I guess it is. So it was mm-hmm. Trudeau and Polyev dragging Greg Fergus, who's black, by the way. Um, through the House of Commons, and I get that it's a stupid tradition, right. and everybody's in on everybody's it. Everybody's in on it, but it just looks it looks so wild. wild <laughs> without man. context, without knowing the history, without <laughs> like, knowing and, that this is something that happens, and especially because, like, and and listen, Greg Fergus, this is a big thing. This job comes with like a condo and a driver, and like it's a big job in Ottawa, yeah. right? And 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 he is so into the tradition, Greg Fergus, that he doesn't just sort of like laugh it off. Like he does like a fake struggle, mm-hmm. right? When they're dragging him up there arm in arm, like doing the fake struggle. Like it just well, it, our struggle has been real. Huh? <laughs> I'm what not saying say? I'm not saying the struggle's <laughs> not real. I'm just saying that she what a stupid tradition. So dumb. What a dumb tradition. What a dumb looking tradition, too. Yeah, it really is. Right? And you know what since I've never seen it done before. I've, ne- it- I've never seen it covered anywhere. Like <laughs> that's so true. Like and the tra- like let, let him walk up solo, right? Yeah. And everyone cheer and clap. Congrats. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh Jacob Tremblay turned 17 years old today. What? Yes. Wow. Happy Jacob birthday Trombley. to our guy, Jacob Tremblay. Love that kid. Yeah. Uh Travis Kelsey is uh, 34. Kate Winslet is 48. Mm-hmm. Uh the great Mario Lemieux is 58. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Uh Maria dropped in the group chat yesterday a picture of her dog. Was it Romeo? Romeo. Romeo. Man, that dog ain't want to wear that hat. He loved it. Nah. He kept she, it on. she put a picture in the group chat of the dog sitting at the kitchen table with a hat and a fancy vest. Yeah, was that? Is he no, wearing a vest his, or a shirt? It was a birthday pajama. Okay, sorry. <laughs> wearing, his, okay, wearing, wearing pajamas and a birthday hat uh, in front of. What did you make him? I made him an ice cream cake. Yeah. Yeah. How was the response to that? He loved it. He ate it in like yeah. two seconds. I had to slow him here, down. Here, here's a picture of Maria and Romeo. Yeah. Uh, blowing the candle out together. Right. Because he doesn't know how to do that yet. No. Right? He tried okay. to lick yeah. the fire. So yes. I had to blow it over. <laughs> yeah. That's a and great also, album title. Lick the fire. Uh, <laughs> Romeo got a bath on his second birthday as oh, well. Oh, man. That, don't post that. that. That's so <laughs> rude. How cute he looks. No. Did you ask permission? Did you get consent? He's my son. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> 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 he got a bath. Oh Isn't he cute, my, my little fur child? And what is it? So. Uh, this bandana. So you, here's another photo. Okay, yeah. Of rope. This is the uh, second outfit change. It looks like. How many shirts you put this dog in? Yesterday? Oh, I have a whole wardrobe for him. <laughs> Dogs don't want to wear that. And stuff. with what is this? Uh, uh, it was a birthday bandana, but he's a too bandana small. That it's too says big birthday for him. boy. <laughs> but he's he's already in the next outfit. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, happy birthday. He turned two. Okay. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. They say couples who meet on dating apps are less happy in their marriages. Uh oh. Uh oh. Interesting. Uh-oh. How did you and Louie meet again? On a dating app? Yeah. 
So researchers from Arizona State University say the new study uh, less happy in their marriage. A uh, thousand couples were in this study. Half met online or on dating apps. Half were introduced offline. Mm-hmm. They didn't release any sort of specific numbers as far as why or how many are unhappy, but they did give some reasons why they may be more unhappy than couples who met in a sort of more conventional way. Uh, one of the reasons uh, couples who met online are more likely to have to overcome lingering stigmas from family and friends about online dating apps. Still now? Do those still exist? Stigmas? I don't think so. No, I think stigmas when for online dating apps, and correct me if I'm wrong, Maury, but stigmas for online dating apps only exist when people are using online dating apps who are already currently in a relationship. Yeah, that seems accurate. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the stigma. Uh, they say that couples who met online are also more likely to have to deal with being more remote because sometimes you meet mm. somebody online and you don't actually live in the same cities together. Right. Uh, another reason they say is... Um, because you got to oh. remember what name you use? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my God. How many names do you use, Maury? How many fake names you got? They say there's also... I say, I'm going to save your ass right now, <laughs> Maury. You. you show up in there. Uh, they say there's uh, also the nature of online dating, which comes with a lot more options, uh, which can lead to people becoming overwhelmed or just getting lost in messaging uh, and stats and not actually focusing on chemistry together. So you meet... You don't build the sort of conventional relationship where you would mm. get chemistry and find out if you get along. It's, it's all texting. And then when you finally meet, you're like, well, I guess we're a couple, but do you really... Can you talk the same way you did through text? It's very difficult, right? See, Matthew and I didn't so meet on an app. That's why it's working. Is that why? <laughs> yeah. Did you sleep on the couch again last night? I did. You did. <laughs> Day what of how many this week? Uh, Five. Oh, my God. It's just Thursday. Raise yeah. your hand. <laughs> it's, it's Thursday. So one one nap included. <laughs> raise raise your hand right now, okay, in the studio. Yeah. Raise your hand if your relationship is currently only alive because of all the stuff your partner doesn't know. <laughs> Maury. Be honest. Maury. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss 92.5. Kiss92.5.com or download the Kiss 92.5 app.